This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. Hello and welcome to episode 17,000 of the Hooniverse podcast. I have no idea what episode we're on. Everybody is probably sick of hearing about SEMA. And we had a delightful holiday break. <laughs> well, to be honest, I mean, the good thing is, is we don't actually really talk much about SEMA when we're at SEMA. It's yeah. really more of us yeah. just bullshitting with our friends that we don't get to see that, that now, often. Now, for those of you, uh, some of you love the SEMA episodes, and thank you. Some of you don't like them as much but they do allow us to continue to deliver content and take a bit of a break at the end of the year which is a wonderful thing for us and a break would be generous i've been on the road basically right. the whole time right uh basically a lot of need to make income so we can keep doing these yeah there you go so. there's that too um but we we haven't been together for a while so we knew we needed to get one of these out and do one of these in the studio as we should we've also got a guest this week say hello josh Hey, Josh. I don't know. Guest is getting to be a little bit of a stretch at this point. You've been on enough, and you're around enough that you're kind of a you're kind of a standard. I'd say it's been about it's been a while, year and a half. Yeah, it's been a bit. But Josh, for those of you who don't know, Josh was has helped out on some stuff, and he's also helped me out tremendously on the video side of things, um, which has basically turned into a job for you. Not at Hooniverse, because no, we can't pay anybody. Yeah, I've I've tried that; doesn't work. Um, no, we, uh, I, 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 Josh has, has moved on to a real company doing real videos for real people, which is great, but we should back up and tell everybody you've seen him in some of the shift happens and some other things like that. I coined that name. Thank you. Did you coin shift happens? I, I think you did. It. I have a text. Or was it a reader? It was a text. It was me. All right. I proof. It was either you or, or a listener. So okay. his, his, <laughs> his unofficial title is little pun. Yes. Um, so why don't we back up and tell the story about how we first met and how you started doing all of this shit. Oh, is this your meet cute? Yes. Uh, um, we met at a bar party thrown by Hoonigan that I was... Um, yeah, move the mic closer to your mouth. That I was pretend, like, it's, pretend it's... Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's um, a good way to pretend it. Yeah. Don't be afraid of it. Yeah, we met at a bar party at the Pike. Uh-huh. Do you remember right. what bar it was? At what? Uh, no. Uh, I just know it was at... This is the Dubliner. Yes, the Dubliner in Long Beach. Um, and I got invited there because I was interviewing at Hooning at the time to work at uh, work in their merchandising. So I was going to work events and be a slave, basically. And I got invited to this party, and I was really excited to go. And my girlfriend got invited, too. And we show up, and I recognized one girl who was the head of marketing at the time. And then I recognized Jeff, and I was like, well, I know Jeff. <laughs> I know of Jeff. From the internet. Basically. And then that night was fine, and it ended with Jeff telling my girlfriend how to paint me naked. That was weird. Really? Yeah. This is true. Uh, my, they told my, me that they she's an artist. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I said, you should, we should paint your man naked. He said, we. It was weird. We. we. Like, he was going to be there? Well, I you know. That. I do. I don't remember that. You had half a beer. Let's be real. Jeff breaks out the calipers. He's, he's a real stickler <laughs> for an accurate response. Uh, so you, got, you did work for Hoonigan. I did. And then you did work for... Uh, Donut Media. 
I was Donut Media's, I think, first intern. Might have been, like, second. I'm not totally yeah. sure. So this area is familiar. It's just on the other side of the bridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... Good old, good old 7th Street. And yeah. then... Um, then you came, You started doing stuff for us. Uh-huh. And now you have a, a real job. Well, all those timelines kind of cross into each other. Yeah, they all blend weird, together. So now you work for a wheel company. Correct. You shoot a lot of their in-house videos. Correct. Uh, and they are a massive wheel company with many sponsors, and you're, you're getting to do some cool shit. Yeah, I went to... I started... My first week of the job was week after SEMA. The week after that, I went to Baja. I mean, that's that's pretty rad. Yeah, it was insane. You, was, you didn't even have a passport. You needed to get no, a passport. No, I, I had a Russia passport, which <laughs> cost me way too much money. Um, yeah, he asked. He sent me a text. He's like, how do you expense stuff? Like, you just you just <laughs> buy it and right. keep the receipts. Yeah. I was like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> um, they'll tell you. They'll tell you how to do they it. Yeah, the accountants yet, are usually pretty adamant about taking care of that. Uh, yeah. So he went to – and I also like this text I got from – plus he didn't know that Mexico texts – Cost more. Than oh America yeah, text. my phone bill was two hundred fifty. Oh my god! You can't I just text it. when you go to another country unless they told you have the me plan. I, could. I was like, yeah. you can't unless you have like T-Mobile or something like that. Yeah, which I, I do. Like, it cost me five dollars to have like an international. Well, there you go. Yeah, there we go. Um, he, I, uh, I did like one of the texts from Mexico was, "Hey, I don't know what the rule is with the water here, so I'm just gonna have beer for breakfast." I was like, "Yeah, you're right, yeah." That's and I, if anybody's curious, the rule is just drink bottled water and you're fine. Yeah. That's that's all the rule is. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, bottled water doesn't sell real well when it gives you diarrhea. Yeah. So they're they're pretty keen on keeping those. Yeah. Clean. Um. So that was funny. So how? I mean, how was Baja? Baja was. I haven't. It hasn't really hit me. Have like how gnarly it was. It was the fiftieth running, and it was from top to tip. Yeah, it was the full. It was lots the full. of flat brims. No, yeah. not really. You'd be well. I mean, it's still like it's still like a rush, but it was it was crazy. There's. There's so many people there, and there's just so there's so many crazy things happening. The people standing in the middle of the road. You can camp right next you to can the camp. route. We, we were parked for a wash that was mile marker, I want to say between 200 and 300, mm-hmm. um, near San Felipe. We were parked, I don't know, three feet from the course, and like that was to- that was far away as far as people were concerned. It's just some, like, <laughs> there was a, we, we got to this wash, and we see a truck in the distance, and it had a siren on. And I'm like, why do these trucks have sirens on? This makes no sense. But it lets people know they're coming. Yeah. So this yeah. truck comes by going God knows how fast. Like, too fast for me with a siren on. And it was, I don't know, three or four feet away from me. And I, like, turned around. I sat down. I was like, I need to, like, rethink some things here. Because <laughs> I, like, I was like, I've done some crazy stuff with Jeff. But that's nothing that, that is nothing compared to what happened there. The craziest thing we've done is, like, hang out an Evoke convertible. No, I hung out the back of a Raptor with a GoPro stick. Yeah, still, that's not that bad. We Talk to Tom fast. Morningstar. He did that every day for like three yeah, years. Yeah, Tom's a yeah. nut when it comes to that uh, stuff. Yeah, I'm I've also seen... like six and a half feet tall, though. So Yeah, that's the difference between you and Tom, about a foot. Tom's <laughs> got a low c- CG. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he can help him out there. Uh, and now, So while Josh has been working for us, his, his GTI has become the unofficial camera car. It used to be the Focus ST for, of Jason Connor. RIP. Which, mm-hmm. uh, RIP, exactly. Yeah. Um, and you know Jason is, is doing is busy with the Navy and everything going on in his life. Well, he bought a Boxster uh, too. I was going to say, yeah. and the Boxster's not. It'd be he would drive it too fast for it to be a proper camera car. It's probably like too stiff. He's also a renter of Ferraris. Now, he is a renter so. of Ferraris. Uh, <laughs> he looked of like every person I wanted to punch ever at, the, at, at which is perfect. Yeah, he nailed the outfit. You uh, did too, though, to be honest. Well, I did okay. Um, I don't think he there were people it. who did really well. I, I yeah. was. 
I was watching this this one group, and it was um, it was Wayne and Garth, and I was like, "Oh man, that's an awesome outfit!" And I didn't realize what, uh, Wayne starts walking up to. He was one of my friends uh-huh. uh, who had the red NSX at Radwood. Um, I was like, "Oh shit, Jamie! Like this is a really good outfit." And then Bill and Ted, that was a really good outfit. Um, and we can talk about Radwood because even though it was a while ago, we haven't. Well, talked. the first thing yeah. I walk in is I see I see Matt first thing. Yeah, and he's dressed as Biggie, and he looks at me and goes. You just pulled clothes out of your closet, and I went, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, that's what Jeff did, too. Well, I only needed to buy two things. Um, well, and- we carpooled, and I met up to park. I parked next to you to get in your car, and you're like, we'll take my car. And I look in, I'm like, you're not dressed. This is what you normally wear. Yeah. Like, I, I, went as a, I, I went it. as a New England 80s douche, so I had the salmon pants on, which I do own, mm-hmm. the blue loafers, which I do own. Um, and then I had I had to buy a Harvard sweatshirt so I could tie it over my shoulders, yeah. and then some '80s shades. All you have to do is imagine the villain from '80 any 1980s John Cusack film. Yeah, and that's what Jeff looked like. Right, no, that's, that was what I was going for. Or, but or the some, preppy version of the guy from The Punisher. There were some really good. There were some really good outfits. So it was it was just a really cool car show. It was rad, as the kids say. Yeah. It was rad. It was um, a lot of people dressed up. You didn't need more, to dress more up. More people dressed up than didn't dress up, for sure. I, yeah, I think you're right about that. And it's fun because 80s, there's so many things to do. 90s, there's so many things to do. So you can really get after it. It was funny that Matt had four fucking cars there, which is, is pretty hilarious. Because he's like, I guess my fleet is pretty, you know, 90s, 80s and 90s, which is true. Yeah. Um, there was that Gullwing 560 Benz was mm. incredible. I can't wait to see it grow so that you start attracting the likes of, like, the Countach guy and the F40 well, guy. I mean, I talking to the guys, um, I was talking to, uh, you know, Patrick, of course, uh, Stevenson and, and Bradley Brownell and, 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 you know, those guys. And I was like, I think it, the funny thing is, is like all of that is run on, you know, stuff that that grew off of Shout Engine, frankly. Yeah. And I hadn't had any participation up to this point. And I think next time I'm, you know, you it's going to be in the Bay Area. Yeah. I'm throwing my hat in the ring. And of course, you know, of course. I need to put on a good showing up there because I'm up there with on business all the time anyway. So I mean, we could even set it up and do like a SEMA thing where uh, all of, a bunch of the Shout Engine podcasts. Uh, you're you're preaching what, I, what I'm without stepping on down. you know their toes, you know, because it, it, it's their thing. You know, Camden Tub and and oh, um, I already talked to them. Yeah, about DWA. It. We're yeah. like if we could be like a guest podcast, that'd be fine. Well, what I'm probably gonna do is just take all my shit like we did at SEMA. Right. Set up again and uh-huh. then anybody that wants to come through and record right. will knock out a show. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good idea. Um no, that'd be fun. Uh it was it was just a really good show. I can't wait to see it grow to the point. I know their goal is at some point to have a hill climb aspect just like Goodwood. Mm. Like that but is it the be goal. Entirely of mid nineties sedans. Well the thing is it would you start now you start getting people interested who have appropriate race cars. And then we're like now it's it's at a whole different level of amazingness. Eighties and nineties, like you could you could see Group B fucking rally cars. Mm-hmm. You know, you could get into some serious. You go see some serious shit. Serious shit, man. Um, yeah, at Radwood eighty eight, that'll be the best Radwood, Radwood ever. Radwood eighty eight will be the best Radwood. Um, but no, the uh, yeah, it's 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 already awesome. Like Radwood one, they said, wow, it showed they could do it. Radwood two. They've already turned the corner, and they're like, holy shit, this is a, th- a thing. So, <coughs> excuse me, more power to them. It's only going to get more radder, the raddening. Yeah. I feel one thing we gotta, we got to uh, get a little a little more fluffed, if you will, for the next one is is they, they had some uh, freestyle BMX uh, demos, 
And given the number of people in this area, and I know a few people that you know ran all the BMX mags and stuff back then, we need to get out some more pros and do well, like skaters too. Like you, oh, yeah, you could sure. blow that shit out. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, there's some call it Bucky. Yeah, there's some cool shit. There's some yeah. seriously cool stuff you can do. So Radwood was rad, as the kids say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's jump into some of the stuff we've been doing since Radwood. Uh, I just Back east, I lined up the Kia Stinger GT all-wheel drive because I wanted to see how it would do in the shitty weather. Mm-hmm. And it was actually really good. Uh, it didn't even have snow tires. It had the Pilot All-Season 3 Pluses, which mm-hmm. are probably the best all-season tires out there. Oh, that's the tires I have. Yeah, the, the, those tires are about as good as a lot of companies' summer tires. Uh, they are, and they were good. I tried to, so it started snowing on Christmas Day. I'm like, well, fuck. i got to break away from the family for a minute, grab my brother-in-law to hold a camera, <laughs> and I found an empty yeah. industrial lot next to an airport and tried to do donuts. And it wouldn't kick around. Ah. It was slushy, so okay. it wasn't snow. Like, I wasn't in inches of snow because it was falling. Now, but it was slushy, and it was you cold. Feel like, did you feel like that was a chassis deficiency? Or... Oh, I wouldn't call it a deficiency. Oh, you're talking about the tires had that much It was grip too good. Yeah. It, I, I could feel it sending power front every mm-hmm. time it was about to do it. Okay. I know when I drove it in the dry on summer tires on an autocross course, I could get it to step out in a corner. It's like a quick little drift. The funny thing about that car is it's getting all this hype. I mean, and, and it's got one of the biggest billboards that you can ever see. It's, you know, right by LAX on, yeah. on the 405 freeway. That giant building they always paste up. So they paid, they're paying some serious they're money into pop-up marketing. pop-up stores around the country, too. It's also the longest launch of any yeah. car ever. Yeah, well, the uh, second only to the Camaro, the fifth well, gen. Yeah, yeah. The that's gen- still launching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the interesting thing to me is it's getting all that hype. But the car's 350 horsepower? 354. So it's, no, 365. Whatever. Yeah. It, it's, it's, not, it's, it's very moderate in terms of power these days. It's only it's marginally more than like GM and Ford's V normally aspirated V6s. Yeah, it, but it, it, it puts it down pretty well. It's, it's a pretty damn good car. Yeah. Um, and it was great in road trip fashion going from Boston to southern Rhode Island. Uh, you know, had my daughter and my mom in the back with our luggage. It's a bit of a tight fit once you had a, a, bit of a, tight, uh, fit once you had a car seat and luggage and all that shit. But picking it up at the airport, throwing our stuff in it, and just hitting the road, it was good. I dropped it off at Logan Airport uh, the, the morning I was flying home after Christmas at like five something in the morning and it was five degrees out. But the, even after, so after I went, um, Christmas morning to try to get it to do donuts and it just gripped, mm-hmm. it just did circles. I'm, I'm going to put a video out showing it. What was supposed to be a shift happens on doing dumb shit in a Kia Stinger turns into basically an advertisement for the pilot all season three pluses. <laughs> uh, cause I get in the car. I'm like, well, sorry folks. The tires were too good. And, uh, I, I was shocked. I really thought I'd be just sitting there. You like, can't, as it turns out, you can't rotate it with those tires and all-wheel drive. Yeah, because like, yeah. if it had the summers, it would have went. If it was in snow, because like, it's snow, I could have got it to go. But because it was slush, it was just like, nope, buddy, nope. Um, so I just do some quick circles. Um, there's a couple <laughs> points where you can see the car like start to lean over, mm-hmm. and it sends power to front and pulls it through the corner. So honestly, it was really impressive for that and super disappointing. Super disappointing at the same time. How was the production interior? Fine. Yeah. It's nice. It, the seats are nice. The dash layout is good. I like the three circular vents. Like, the design of it is nice. The screen works fine. The upgraded Harman Kardon I system I really like is the great. hatch aspect of it. I wish yep. more sedans would do that. Like, Audi does that really yeah. well. Like, I love that on the, uh, you know, the, RS, the RS7. Oh, Audi, sorry. A7 
Uh, yeah. yeah, all that stuff. Uh, that looks great, and it looks really good on the RS7. I think that's a fantastic right. movie. I don't think it looks quite as nice on the Kia, but it's very, very practical. It, uh, yeah, it's um, it's a good car. It's a good car. Um, I think the the thing that bothers me is I can't stand the grill design on that car. I don't the mind little the little notch thing that they have. Red with black. I think the colors work. Those colors work yeah. for it. Um, it works fine for me. I know you hate the typeface for the Kia badge. The Kia yeah, badge is the dumbest, badge. ugliest thing they have. It doesn't bother me that much. But if they could just do that, There's no effort, everything would like, look better. Yeah. Everything would look better about their brand if they weren't using Impact Bold inside yeah. a Ford Oval. Right. No, I get it. I get it. It just... I don't know. No kid is drawing a Kia logo on his notebook. You know what is, and the funny thing is, is like people have already solved this problem. There are those the the K badges. Yeah, they're like do the, they're the Korean look ones. Version, really right? great. Yeah. I, I don't know why they they just don't fucking do that. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. But, but the car, the cars, it, it was it was awesome. I'm really looking forward to that car on the G70 version. No, I know. I'm curious how that'll see. It should be a little bit more luxurious, a little bit like sharper styling. I'm thinking, you know, given everything they've been up to. Just the mid-cycle refreshes on the current G80 right now, you know, they're trying pretty hard on cruise that. Ship. Oh, yeah. That's a cruise ship. It is a cruise ship. It's a very large cruise ship, <laughs> yeah. too. Um, yeah. Uh, but the... Or it's like a Nordic tribe. Oh, it could be. their ranks. We're getting... We're being invaded by the Vikings right now. <laughs> uh, it was a long row. Um, Through time. Yeah. But the, the G70, I think... I get this sense that Hyundai is swinging for the fucking stands on that one. Right. Um, it is. Uh, they they've delayed it an adequate amount that it looks like they're doing serious product development. Yeah. And I think that they realize that this is their this has got to be their LS four hundred. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. And they're getting really strict about their dealer network now too. Um. Yeah. The Genesis yeah. has got to be their, their their own dealers now. <laughs> so. So we've been driving some cool stuff. Uh, I'm trying to think of us. Uh, I'm going to Corsica in January. Okay. To drive a small Jag crossover. You mean that's not the Island of Exhaust? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, that's a, that's yeah. He doesn't get that. That's not the that's not the island that the Scarry Chevy Corsica. Is on. No, uh, no, no, no. The, the Corsa exhaust. Oh no! I thought you were doing like like a old like Chevy joke. No, that um, could be that could be that as well. Um, no, Corsica, um, where Napoleon was born. So. That'll be good, but uh, but the vehicles oh, my, like mildly interesting. The Jag E Pace, so the it's E-Pace. smaller than the yeah, cool. smaller than Not the Fapace. The Fapace, the Epis, Epace, the Epis. So it'll be interesting, just because it's in course. Jaguar um, EpiPen. So, but before that, I'm going to Thermal, which I haven't been to yet. The racetrack Ooh. out in Palm Springs. Yes, to drive now. the WRX Type RA. The $50,000 Subaru WRX STI so Type So this is RA. the one that breaks into your dorm room when people are smoking pot? Yeah. And then also the BRZ... S-T? T-A? No. T-A I think it's S-T or... It's either S-T or T-I. But well, they not, have an but S-T-I. But it's not S-T-I. No. They don't have an S-T-I. I thought they had an not S-T-I in no. foreign markets. This has S-T-I parts. It, it has like... It has S-T-I in foreign markets is just like badges. Yeah. Like it's just badges. So. so this is yeah. the Type ST. Both of them are limited 500 units each. Um... So this, the Subaru is like a WRX STI with a more race-focused wing. Um, so the difference is a wing. No, there's other stuff, too. It's like suspension tuning, I think, and brakes. It's like more aggressive tuning, but no, not more power. And it's the BRZ TS. TS, that's Lowercase what it is. T, capital S. Right. So the BRZ, not more power, 
just more focused. Well, no, because that would mean a new EPA certification, right. and Subaru doesn't want to spend money on anything. Um, but so it'll be at Thermal, and I've never gone to Thermal, so I'll, that should be fun. There yeah, walls there. Con's represent, Con represents Thermal now, I believe. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, but so I'm, I'm very curious about that stuff. Uh, also, I'm. This is kind of interesting news. I'm going to be reviewing trucks for a new YouTube truck channel. Okay. Uh, Farah has been advertising this on his podcast. He's not doing the reviews, but he's advertising the channel. It's called Truck Central. They're getting a handful of YouTubers to do truck-based reviews. The, the, the guy running the channel used to do some stuff in the automotive space back in the day. He's coming back to the space, but he's just focusing on trucks because everybody does cars, and he's a 1,000% right. They, they missed the obvious name. Go truck yourself. Go truck yourself. I think this is a little more serious. Look, if we were going to do it, go truck yourself. But... Uh, oh, no, Jalopnik is truck, yeah, which is pretty good, too. Um, so there, these are almost one-take style, low production value, one-take style with permission from Matt. Um, not, but Matt laughs when you say that because he's like, I don't own anything about, like, a GoPro on your face and a GoPro. Like, I don't know why. He's like, I really appreciate that everybody asked me for permission to do this, it's like, but they could just do it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was there at the inception of right. that, and he's like, you mean I can do videos and put almost no effort into the right. video quality? All right. So this is similar, like low production, but, you know, good information. Um, and the videos are launching in January. There's, a, there's some promo videos up now. I shot one. There's some other YouTubers you might know, know and recognize. They're going to be doing stuff as well. So go check out Trunk Central. It's not an advertisement for the channel, but, I mean, you should well, go check out the channel. it kind of is. You're on it. So, I know. Yeah. So it, it's like a pseudo-advertisement. Um, we're not getting paid to promote the channel. I am getting paid to do videos for the channel, but I'm not getting paid to now promote is, Though now that's is not true, too, because I've just done an ad for the channel that's pre-rolling one of Matt's TST podcasts. So, so <laughs> I'm getting paid for that, too. <laughs> As I should. Just rolling in the automotive journalist money right now. That's oh, yeah. I'm hearing. No, it's, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot Jeff of also it. owes me some money, so we'll talk after Yeah, this. right. So that's okay, because I owe him money. That is, so that you is owe true. Me, so you owe me money. Magnaflow owes me money. I owe you money. You owe Josh money. The and circle then, of oh, life. Yes. Uh, yeah, so that's some of the cool shit we've got going on. Um, but we're still doing the car stuff as well. Uh, I have to do a bunch of fixes to my Mercedes. We drove it up here because I hadn't driven it in like two weeks, so I felt bad. Wanted to drive it. It feels like it just needs a little bit of a tune-up. Um, there's a very slight vibration or hesitation I notice when we're just cruising. I'm hoping it's not something major. I don't think it's something major. I've never tuned the carburetor. I've never given the engine a tune-up. It could be just as simple as a cracked engine mount. I'm not – yeah, I actually think it could be an engine mount. Um, I'm not worried about it. So – uh, but it is something I'm going to pay uh, the attention The other thing to. you should check is just check your uh, drive shaft joints. Yeah. Um, and other than that, meh. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, I, will, I won't lie. I won't lie. I have been toying with the idea of doing a V8 swap into this one, too. Jesus Christ, However, dude. but not like a Hemi, like something. Just an LS and make life easy. No, like, oh, like a small Benz V8 to keep it in the family. Oh, let's let's go easy and do a Benz. These are actually um, super, uh, relatively affordable, like M one thirteens and stuff like that. Affordable, affordable and motor swap is not a thing. Twenty five hundred bucks, unless you're talking like Honda K Motors. Yeah, I, t- I said toying with the idea. I didn't say <laughs> doing it. Oh, fun fact: Mitsubishi Mirage motors are five hundred dollars. If you guys are wondering, <laughs> I'm good really? there. Yeah, I had to buy one the other day. Uh, so, I that would be fun in like a go kart. Um, 
So I'm toying with the idea. <laughs> I want to do a, a W114 inspired or, or homage, homage build to the Red Pig. I don't know the Red Pig. The Red Pig was their race car, the W108 race car. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay. That, and so I was going to call it the Blue Pig or something like that. There is a blue pig. I did not know that a blue pig exists. There was, so the red pig is the famous one. Ted Gashu from Petrolicious, who just travels the world now, r- winning at Instagram you know, and doing other work, too. Um, he posted a photo of some museum in Germany of the blue pig. I was like, fuck. So somebody already did it. But I wanted, those are 108s, which is the generation before my car. Right. I want to do the, the 114 version with the V8, like low-key. You could do the purple pig. Well, no, I want to. I mean, I don't want to change the paint or anything. It's nice dark blue. I want to keep it as is, but I want to like sneak in a V8 and then do some rally lights up front, and like that's kind of it. Yours could be the pork chop. The pork chop. Oh, I fucking like that's that. That's a good one. I yeah, like I that, that a lot. Down. Ooh, I like that a lot, and oh. I should see if the plate's available. Um, <laughs> it's always about the plate. Uh, <laughs> so, is this like a bar talk idea, or you like actually start pricing things out? Because I very briefly looked at engines and that was it. Like, because correct me it. if I'm wrong, you got that car so you could stop having boring press, press cars. Yeah, but you're going to uh-huh. need to get boring press cars when your car's in the shop getting a motor swap. But if I but if I if I look at the engine, I find that and if I go, I wouldn't start any of it until I went to a company and said, "How much would this cost?" and "When can you do it?" And they said, "X Z sign on the line." Here's my car. Like I wouldn't fuck around with it. Just boom. You are the only wealthy, non-wealthy non-wealth. person. Oh, no, no, non-wealthy <laughs> person I know that has multiple motor swaps going at the same time. Oh, no, no, I don't. Almost. I know you multiple. don't yet, but I'm thinking but, about it. Yes. By the time I find a way off. to scumbag my. Well, it hasn't worked yet. Or um, I should quantify: non-wealthy, non-shop owner. <laughs> yeah. Non- so it clearly blind. is yeah. the reason why the wombat hasn't gotten anywhere. Like because I don't have money. I'm trying to find the sponsors. It is a very slow process. Lots of non-returned <laughs> As emails. It turns out, forty-year-old no Mercedes aren't a popular platform. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm still. F- We'll get into that. It's actually a good segue into um, the uh, reader questions, because listener questions, because I know that some people are asking about this. So I am going to pull up the Patreon questions. Um, let's see. Posts. Questions. So we only have a handful of them right now on Patreon, which is totes, magotes, fine. Well, Ryan, we've been MIA for a few weeks. I, I yeah. kind of expect And it's the holidays. Right. Ryan Kelly, car-related. What was the best thing you drove this year? The best thing I drove this year was... What car shocked me the most? Um, so, I, I, the NSX, it wasn't the best thing I drove this year, but it was so much better than the early reviews. The car, was, the car is so fucking good. That car is really, really good. It is a baby McLaren P1. Didn't they swap the they swap didn't they change the tires after the initial reviews? Also, I guess those early cars in if you talk to some of the people, they were still the car is highly programmable. And yeah. I guess they might have fixed some something at the programming level, but yeah, my car had uh Oh yeah, it could be just a different firmware. My car had R compound tires. It had Trofeo R. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, my windshield knows. But I think the best car, the best thing I drove this year um one of the best things I drove was our friend Anthony Day, his Chevelle. Oh, yeah. Just because old school, yeah. well done muscle right car. I, I was screaming yeah, was good the ride. first quarter be- out of joy because I love old school shit. Um, but new car wise, it was probably like the 570 GT. I was you know, just going to say the 570 GT. Because I get to spend a day in one when I was in uh, San Francisco, uh, or, well, Silicon Valley uh, three weeks ago. It is so fucking good. Yes. 
McLaren doesn't make bad cars. It was uh, so that's really good. Um, what about I'm, you, Chris? Five seventy GT was probably the best thing I drove. I would say the most surprising thing that I drove for the money was the V6 Camaro. Hmm. That was surprisingly good because usually those are, you know, rental car status. And uh, fuck, that's fast now. I mean, the V6 now is faster than the fourth gen Z28 was, which was legitimately fast. The, uh, The Type R is really good. The hype is real. I wish they would just the, make a toned down version of that in terms of the aesthetics. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought you were, I was like I was going to say there's the SI, but no, I yeah. like just remove some of the shit, make it look like an SI, but keep or the even rest, a, or even a sport. The I, I saw a really good breakdown of uh, that on a specific. This guy just does really technical breakdowns of Hondas, and they do all these crazy Honda motor swaps and everything. Honda Pro Jason? Uh, no, no, no. This, this is an older guy. He's, he's a big YouTuber. He's, this guy is serious track guy. He's big for the Honda community. A lot of people know him. But uh, that car, just like the Focus, you can see everything on that car is set up for an all-wheel drive system. So don't be in the least bit surprised really? to see that. Yeah. That's very It's got space for a drive shaft. The rear, there's room for for diff in the back, and then the big thing is, is they were looking at the knuckles on the on the back of the car, and there is room for drive shafts. Ooh, Ooh. very interesting. Uh, Ryan Kelly also asked beer related. What was the best beer you've had this year? And I have to thank Ryan for the beer package oh. that was waiting for me at home. Uh, some of the stuff you sent. Um, I honestly, this was a low key year for me beer wise. Uh, I was drinking a lot more wine this year because I'm old. Um, no, but also I, I really like wine. Um, but the probably the best. I mean, I always come back to uh, anytime I get some heady topper from Vermont is always really good. I honestly don't remember a lot Do, uh, what is I have. Your, is your wife into to want a beer? Or she's more of a. Uh, she wine. likes stouts and stuff. Okay. Like she'll have a she'll have an occasional beer, but she's more okay. um, she's more wine. The one time we were in Chicago at um, what the fuck is the name um, of the brewery with the raised Ditka's? fist. No, it is a their, their brewery has a raised fist. Revolution? Yeah, I think it's Revolution. Um, and she ordered an Imperial Russian stout thinking it was a regular stout. And for those of you who like beer, oh, very different, different flavors. IR, IRSs are like super like kick your ass alcohol. Um, really good stuff. But if you're expecting like a nice mellow stout... She had so one sip. Was like, I think you you're gonna it, want this. Is IRS? Is it safe to say IRS and beer is equivalent to IRS and cars? Just better? No, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. Like, I like where you're going. Um, oh, it was dumb, but I mean, I was no, no, no. <laughs> I, see, no, no. You intrigue me anytime. Like the the beer and the car stuff. So I actually am intrigued by your question, but I just I don't like the analogy. But I like the I like the question. I just don't like the answer. How's that? But I, and it would take me forever to think of the, the right answer. But I'm going to move on to Ben Reif's question. I've, re- I've recently purchased uh, – uh, sorry, my nose is stuffy as fuck from the weather. Uh, I've re- recently purchased an Oxford White 2015 one-liter EcoBoost Fiesta, and I've been trying to come up with a cool custom plate idea. Any suggestions? Great car, by the way. Super fun to drive, and the engine noise is fantastic. I agree. Uh, fun plate for a one-liter EcoBoost Fiesta. Tough question. Uh, three holes. <laughs> I, like I can't even. I had one, but it's not even worth talking. No, about that's, that's that's pretty good. Uh, that, that is your answer, Ben. <laughs> three holes. God, 
Dina Honda, hope you and the family had a great Christmas. Wish you all the best for 2018. Thank you very much. This is why Patreon is better than everybody else. I forgot to say that at the beginning. Will the Wombat make a video appearance in 2018? Will she get on the road in 2018? Will you hold a meet in 2018 on the East Coast? Ryan Kelly and Chris Cavs and I could organize it here in Massachusetts. What does 2018 hold for Hooniverse? Happy New Year. Wombat will make a video appearance in 2018 for better or worse. We can do an update on the fucking state of disrepair yeah, it's, it's sitting fucking in. fucking sitting in a I, corner I, of my brother's tow truck yard. <laughs> commit right now that if somebody sets up a New England... Uh, if somebody helps us set up a New England uh, Hooniverse meet, I will come out with you. The best chance of it happening will most likely be July because as Dina and Ryan and Chris know, so my wife and I are, are instead of whenever we travel back east to visit family, we used to hop from house to house to house and it fucking sucked. We're talking like four states. Oh, yeah, yeah. You never Pain get out ass. of your suitcase. You never settle. So last year for the first year, we found a nice beach house in between Boston and New Hampshire in a town called Newburyport. Actually, the Plum Island. Oh, yeah. I've spent time in Newburyport, yeah. So we rented a beach house and we said, you come to us. So like That's her family point. got a few days. My mom got a few days. My dad got a day. Well, it, it makes sense for you because you have a child. Yeah. And it's easier to dictate relatives come visit you when you have the child they want to see. So last year, uh, Ryan, Chris, and uh, Nat, uh, another listener, friend of the show, um, we all met up at Newburyport Brewing and had some beers. Like, that was great. It was just, you know, for, and Camille actually came out, too. So it was good to see Camille as well. Uh, we had fun. We had a couple drinks. And that was it. Uh, so I would do something similar like that. We're debating where we're going to do a house because we don't want to do Plum Island again. Even though it was great, we want to mix it you up. You know what could work nicely? And, and just because I spent every summer of my childhood doing this is find a really good campground and rent camper, um, which could be really good for kind of the Hooniverse crowd if we wanted to have a bunch no, of people. No, that would be good. But the only thing is, like, I'd rather just, I'd rather just wherever we're going to rent our house find like a brewery or something in that area and just do that because we got to rent the house and we need enough bedrooms for guests to our guests to come and stay ah, okay. and so we're now we're thinking about going further south and doing like narragansett or something uh, but narragansett is surprisingly fucking expensive in the summer so we don't know yet stay tuned i will keep in touch with you guys specifically you three um and if we can find something and figure out like wherever we're going to go and then i'll figure out a day i can get away from family um just break away uh without everybody hating me and uh, we can plan something for that night, keep it similar to what we did last year. So there you go. Uh, as far as what Hooniverse has planned for the next year, there is a lot. So I, I actually, something that I can't even talk about right now, and we'll just, because I don't even know if they're going to happen. So who knows? We'll see. Maybe another show in the works, possibly? Mm, question we'll mark? See. Yeah, question mark. Yeah, it's called Jeff Gets Tits. It's, nice. uh, he's getting plastic surgery. Uh, it's an experiment. <laughs> Yeah, there's really nothing else you can call that show. Dan Mosqueda, I'm thinking about selling my 2015 X1 2.8i and getting a 2018 Subaru Crosstrek. I realize I'll lose power, but I fear post-warranty BMW issues. Thoughts? I mean, I, I think a Crosstrek... I missed a little bit of it. Amongst- He's selling a 2015 BMW X1 2.8i and getting an 18 Subaru Crosstrek. I think, I mean, I think it's the right move. Like, even if you're losing power, no, I, yeah. no offense, Dan, force, I have no love for the X1. I mean, we all know I fucking hate BMW. Uh, the X1 might be marginally nicer. Yeah, but it's a front-wheel drive BMW. It is. It's front-wheel the drive cross BMW. The Crosstrek is, is slow, but it is, the, it is the slowest car that I love. I, I wonder if anybody's in the Crosstrek turbo swap. I'm yeah. actually thinking about no. ha- trying to get my mom into a Crosstrek, and I, if... Down the, we're going to keep our CX-5 for a while because we're buying it, so we have no intention of getting rid of it anytime mm-hmm. soon. But if we were, Crosstrek is very high on my list. 
you know it'd be good it's just because there's and, and i just came back from florida literally three hours ago um there are just lots and lots and lots of flood vehicles i probably saw twenty thousand flood vehicles so get like a cross track or something like that or a brz and do a turbo motor swap in it Dead simple. Subarus are like Legos. They're yeah, flood fantastic. But I think way. he needs like a like a. Like no, no, I know he's looking for an, an adult out of the box daily. Drive. But it would be. I just want to see that car. No, you're with right, an STI though. motor. Right. I'd say get a Forester. Forester's good it's too. It's more space, and it's not going to be that. If you're if, if you're shopping on the used market, it's not going to be that much more. And if you can afford a yeah. BMW X1, you can probably afford a Forester. Yeah. Not that it, you know. The yeah. one we had was really nice. Yeah. Uh, Jay Ramey, this is Twitter questions now. Jay Ramey at AWJ Ramey. How many people do you know who've had something go wrong in their Julia press cars this year? Literally everyone? No, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I met a guy at a car show a while ago, and he had bought one that was already broken when he pulled it off the lot. <laughs> That's fucking great. Uh, I still want to drive it. Everybody says it drives amazing. I drove uh, a TI. And even uh, that's good, right? An old coworker bought one or okay. leased one or whatever. Yeah, I have nothing to complain about. It. Alpha's I mean, I, always made great chassis. It's right. everything attached to the chassis that's the problem. The, um, the coloring was weird. Their brown is super weird. Mm. It's not like I don't even know why I offer it. Uh, J. Ramey, another question. Tesla pickup. What does it have to offer in order to get traditional pickup buyers to buy it? No, and Alex Roy had a gr- good answer to this, and he just wrote intercourse, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is really funny. Um, um, just needs to offer. Uh, the interior needs to be well, rugged. No, truck buyers want capability. They want to tow and haul. That's what they need to do. Well, we're well it depends where you are. We're making the assumption that Tesla's targeting us at the consumer market and no. not businesses. Because if they're targeting us at businesses, you don't need 500 miles of range. No. You just need enough to get you know around town two or three times a day and you're done. Yeah. Which... For a small business, like just think you're, you know, you're a contractor, you're exterminator, somebody like that that just has your basic pickup truck. Right. Imagine if your fuel costs and your maintenance costs go away. It's a complete game changer for a business like that. Could be. Um, Follow up question How badly will Tesla botch packaging and practical details of this pickup truck? Tremendously. Silicon Valley trying to envision a pickup truck? Telling you what they think the pickup truck owner wants? I can see that. Well, it depends on who they hired to run the pickup program. Yeah. Yeah, if they poach some truck people, sure. Which, I mean, you should. Yeah. Um, Alex Nunez at Noon's best New Year's Eve beer. Now, you can go two ways here. So (laughs) I'm going to break it down (laughs) for you. You can go two ways here. If you want a beer that you can drink all night, so you're going to need something like a Session IPA or a Saison or like something... Or like a easier, really, a really nice, classy, like Pabst Blue Ribbon is always good. I think I think a great one. session or IPA is one way. Or if you want something easier, like a saison or a sour with some good flavoring, that's the direction I would go: saison or sour. Or the other direction is to get the one bomb ass big bottle you open. That's like super, like this is our good night beer. You can go that way, um, and you can also get into some like super double strong American ales. And if you're under thirty. Whatever you can get your hands on because yeah. you're not going to care because you're probably going to be Or you can up educate yourself and your palate and get something with some fucking flavor. Um, well, I'm just saying that just because at that age, most people are too far gone to notice. Jeff has ruined me for beer. A good beer, um, if you can find it because they're finally remaking it. There's a great brewery outside of San Diego called uh, Alpine Beer Company. And they are, it's, it, it went away for a while because the hops 
just couldn't find them anymore called Nelson, and it is fucking delicious. And they have oh, the Nelson Hops back Please let their logo be stuff. Nelson from The Simpsons. No, that would be nice. Uh-huh. Their beer labels are very simple. Uh, Alpine Beer Code, Nelson. Uh, and they have bigger distribution because Green Flash bought like 50% of them or something like that. When that happened, a lot of beer geeks got really pissed off. But I was very excited because it meant you could find the beer everywhere. So it's really Do good. Do you have like the dream of it someday if you've got the money just doing a brewery? I would like to do it. You would need the right partners. I'd almost... Um, I would like to do it. I, I when I see what Four Sons have done, they've done it the right way because it, it's like the old joke: like how do you how do you how do you make a little how do you make a small fortune? You start with a large fortune. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. You're looking at the man that's done it himself. <laughs> so <laughs> the 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 only way to do a brewery right is to either have the best beer that anybody's ever had, like just blow people away, or make good beer and have tons of money and four sons is fortunate to be in a position where as far as i know like i don't know the whole story but four sons the the family does very well did very well i I mean i remember talking to them when we did the when we did the uh the anniversary show there and uh it was clear this was this was not a profit center for them this was this was an enjoyment thing however the the goal isn't to the goal is though someday be self-sustaining. No, no. The goal least. someday is to 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 take it big. Yeah, but at least well, they have Taco Bell beer. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Uh, so Taco Bell made national news. They Taco Bell now has their own beer. Uh-huh. Well, it's a it's a bigger story than that. So, what is it? Well, beef no, flavored? No, no, no. So Taco Bell now has. I think there are twenty of them across the country. They're called Taco Bell Cantinas. And there's one that just opened in Newport Beach by like Blackies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anybody knows Newport beer, it's somewhere over in that area. These locations are more like sit-down taco joints, like nice, kind of cool, it's, good, it's better like food. A, I went to the one in Vegas. It's, it's a nightclub with tacos. Well, the one in Newport Beach looks more like a surfy taco shack. Does it? Okay. Yeah, at least from the picture. So it's like nicer. It looks so like it's nicer like Taco shit. Bell minus the diarrhea. No, beer. it looks – I actually don't mind taco. I haven't I had taco it in Bell. forever. I've dealt taco, <laughs> taco Bell. No, no. They still give you diarrhea. So the new – it looks like nicer like restaurant-style food. They serve beer there. This is their first beer ever. It's called like Beach Blast or something like that. Four Sons made the beer. Oh, okay. That's fucking huge. Good for yeah, them. That's yeah. Nice. Um, you can't get it at Four Sons. It's like just. Oh, it's just, Taco, it, well, yeah. it's probably an exclusive licensing. But thing, it's right? funny because I saw that on Instagram the various sons were like posting. They're like, it's weird to be at Taco Bell having my beer right now. So, so good for them. Uh, but the goal is to make really good beer, make lots of money, and then see what happens. Um, uh, yeah, and the reason I launched into that question is, is you have to promise me, if at some point you do a brewery, not that I'm buying the product, but you have to do Simpsons-themed names. Please. I could probably like do Like the some. Millhouse and the Smithers there and the Bumblebee There has to be a brewery Man. that does that. Also, Fox has good lawyers. Um, so <laughs> Yeah, but names are, names are vague like that. Yeah. If you don't put a character on them... You know, it's it's really hard to kind of... You do, of... like, abstract drawings of the characters. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a good question I like from uh, from uh, at Bojan Koob, who is Bozy's brother. What are your cur- what are currently your top five favorite automotive journalists? This is a really good question, because uh, I don't read a lot of other people's stuff. However, there are some I do. Good, Dan Neal. This is a good question. I don't I read a lot Dan. of Dan's stuff. Dan is, is one of the best automotive journalists, and when I do read his stuff, but it... I believe he actually won the award for best automotive journalist. He did. <laughs> um, um, so Sam Smith, Sam's good. Is amazing. I enjoy reading Jack Baruth's stuff. Zach Bobin, 
Yep, is one of my favorites. He's only um, like I'm gonna I really pick mostly like my read, friends. I really like reading Travis's stuff too. Travis is good, um, um, and I know I'm leaving out friends of ours. Johnny can write a really good article. Johnny can do good stuff. Um, you know, there's plenty of people we know. So about. on the video side of it, um, I mean, it's Harris. hard to beat Chris Harris. The dude is really good at what he does. Yeah. Um, so he's up there. Um, the only other person I'd watch besides Harris and it's going to sound terrible is basically you. Yeah. And that's, that's just because, That like, is terrible. You know, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's funny. It's kind of the inverse with video. It's like you almost like, yeah, I, I talk to them all the time. I don't need to watch their videos. Yeah. I love everything Alana is doing at Roadkill. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's super high on my list. Um, uh, and then um, I've always I, been, love, I love Jason Torchinsky's Different take on everything. Jason's a beautiful weirdo. Yeah. I um, love it. Carlos is a fucking excellent presenter. Yeah. Um, why he doesn't have, like, a major network gig at this point, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but he's a good presenter. I really um, liked when Jason Camiso was on Motor Trend. Yep. I'm still curious where he's going to go. Um, so that, that that's probably... We said a few I, more I, than five. You know, Bias, Musto's a really good friend of mine, but I find him very amusing to watch. Musto's uh, awesome. Yeah, I love Mike Musto. Randy He's, Popes is good to watch because it's like watching my dad. Randy's, <laughs> but like my like the ultimate version of my dad. Randy gives you the good like solid technical driving knowledge behind it, and that's what I love to see in his yeah. stuff. Um, lately, I've been liking a lot of the. I mean, it's not the it's not the driving experience thing, but I like all the shop videos that Speed Academy does. Yeah, um, I like just because they get into really cool projects. Yep. Sterling Matheson at SZ Matheson. If you were to pose seductively in a bikini with a car, what car would you pose with? Uh, the uh, the the fire chicken, Esprit. Esprit is a good one. I rock Camaro. There you go. Those are all good ones. And you've um, got to be playing uh, White Snake in the background for that. Well, yes. that's just a no, that's, come yeah, on, guys. Yeah. Come well, on. actually, you know what? If you got to do that, it's going to be cut off jean shorts. Oh, I have a calendar I need to give you. That's going to that's going to be exactly like that. No, it's well. Chris and I took the photos, right? Beards and bikinis. Beards. And, oh my god. So you need to write that down. <laughs> um, Blake Swan. So this is this is this is how I know some people didn't like this. Is Facebook questions now. This is how I know some people didn't love the SEMA stuff. Blake Swan, please never do those SEMA episodes again. Sorry, Blake. We are going to do them again. That last one sounded like someone was eating a microphone the entire time, followed by a car alarm for twenty minutes straight. Yeah, I, I apologize on that, but it was just there's nothing we can do. There was no, literally nothing we could do because. It was chaos around us. Right. Uh, I think someone was, like, signing to... Uh, Cody Johnston, I like most of... The, so he replied, though, I like most of the guests from SEMA, but the background sound is annoying. Yeah. So we could spend money on maybe, like, different mics, but even and that even is... Even then, it's just... It's a carnival have, in there. I, I've even set up with my expensive mic there right. just to try it out. It's it's These stage mics are as good as you're going to get. There's a reason that we're using the same, the same stage mics that most concerts would use in, like, you know, a small venue. Are you guys um, Magnaflow next year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll be doing stuff with them. I mean, we don't have it on. We don't have contracts or anything yet, but we've already talked about it, and there's probably going to be a much improved presence next year as well. Good. If you want something quiet in the wheel hall, let me know. Um, Derek, Derek Gibbs, I might be wanting to ship a car from the East Coast to the West Coast soon. Any experience with doing this cheaply? I really don't want to fly out and drive it back. You're the, the best way to do this is if you know someone else who wants to ship a car. Honestly, if you could double up on a trailer, I know that's not easiest to do, but that is one way I found that um, talking to a lot of people who ship cars, that is your best bet. Otherwise, no. There really isn't a a cheap way to do it safely. Uh, The best best way to do it is for you to drive and do it yourself. If you really don't want to do it, 
I know it sucks, um, but I mean, at least you get a cool story out of it. Otherwise, yeah. uncovered is is the cheapest way to do it. But if it's a, like a really cool vehicle, you don't want to do it uncovered. So it, it's it, yeah. Yeah, maybe you could slip the truck driver an extra hundred bucks to stick it directly behind the cab. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Cody Johnson, what's new with the Wombat? I've missed the last five podcasts. Just kidding. I enjoyed Boiler's background music in all the episodes. Is there any way to get into SEMA without needing being a vendor or a journalist? We actually had a guy, Russell Gorley, who wrote a story for us on Hooniverse about this. So you can probably search it. I don't know. Our search function, I don't know how well it works on the website. But you can, you can scam passes off. Like, there are people who are vendors who will sell extra passes, there, which is super well, illegal. Well, that's going to get a major crackdown. Well, it is. Because it even there was this year. major problems. There was actually a guy that got uh, that was being looked into by the FBI for counterfeiting and selling badges to right. SEMA. Um, he went through basically phone directories for a number of different manufacturers and figured out who wasn't going and made badges in their name. Um, it was super sketchy, and I believe he's going to prison. Awesome. Yeah. Niles Rogers, have so people <laughs> have people assumed you were old or rich when driving around the Mercedes? No. <laughs> no. It's I mean Southern California, everybody has cool shit. Plus it's not it's like not it's like spotless. Looking. No. It just looks like a nice, you know, a, a nice decent de- you know, well kept for its age that hasn't had a restore. Right. So no, nobody assumes that. Talmage Gardner, I have a C six Corvette that is paid off and I'm trying to decide if I want to get a newish SS one L E Camaro. My concern is the extra weight making it feel sluggish. What's your opinion? This will be my daily. It will one hundred percent not feel sluggish. No, it won't feel sluggish. I if you're not dead set on getting rid of the C six, I don't other than the, the interior being nice and, and nicer in the new Camaro and it's not like worlds better. Right. The performance on the C six is better. It's lighter and it's faster. Um I didn't like the Camaro we had. Frankly, the, the I mean, green one was it? Oh, dude! I, I car was fast. It was. Fuck. It was definitely fast. <laughs> yeah. One you could not see out of any part of it. No, which is y- a given. Yep. And the rear end for how much money that car cost? The rear end should not make that kind of noise. Um, I'm actually going to be putting money into the interior on my Corvette so that that's the only gripe I have with it. Um, so maybe that think about doing that. But I get it if you get the itch for something new too. Russell Gorley, when is it appropriate to pop your hood at a car show, and when does it make you look extra douchey? You look like a douche if it's stock. Um, unless it's more... really, unless it's a classic car that's like and ultra it's clean. immaculate. All right. Good point. If it's yeah. like a, like a vintage something like with a four hundred nine, that's perfect. If it's a stock C six Camaro, go in the back and whack yourself with a board about the head. Yeah. Four times. Or if it's like a three seventy Z with an intake, nobody gives oh, a yeah. fuck. There's yeah. two intakes on those. However, if it's like a if, if it's an obscure swap. Or something like that, please pop it. Like, we're happy to see it. Or even, you know what I, I would dig seeing would be, like, something like an immaculate, like, 3000 GT twin turbo, just because it's so complicated, and if it's yeah. spotless under the hood, That'd yeah. be cool. that's kind of cool. Sure, looking. sure. Or like, FDR X7, something like that. But yeah, yeah, like, the most minor of mods, no, don't do it. So, super awesome classic car that's, like, just super clean. Um, something that's swapped and nuts or just like a rare engine that's... Like, I, would, I, I think the rule I'm going to go by is if if it's not at least a decade old and isn't either highly modified or exotic, don't pop your hood. Yeah, I'm down with that. David Bodenstein, when's the next car-related event you'll be attending as it may be too awkward otherwise to drive all the way to L.A. just to hit up a bar and talk cars? I don't know. I have no plans for anything car-related at the moment. Um, it's nice when you're at the holidays and yeah. you don't give a shit what's well, on the we, calendar. we don't oftentimes know in this business like yeah. you can get called like two weeks beforehand um 
it's not like these things usually get planned months and months. Yeah, every now and then I say something on Twitter like, hey, who's going to X? And that usually means that Um, I'm going. I would say the most sure shot one is going to be the next Radwood. Yeah. um, Which is probably going to be in the spring. It is. It's uh, March because it's also around lemons, and I might be at that lemons race anyway. Hopefully I'm at that lemons race. Uh, Ross Ballot, prediction for winner of uh, HCOTY. HCOTY is the Hooniverse Car of the Year, which uh, I'm going to put the voting post up soon. So we we nominate not – we just nominated random shit throughout the year. Um, and I What think are the rules for a car of the year? What are your general... We don't really have rules. rules. We right? try not to post new cars, but we've yeah. broken that rule recently. Um, but I nominated this one of this guy who contributes for us. His uh, he, off, he bought it off his uncle, I think. It's like a 90-something or early 2000 Toyota Land Cruiser. Mm-hmm. And his goal with the car is to modify it very minorly so he can... Basically, get his kids to stop looking at their phones and go on oh, like, yeah. road trips. And I'm like, that's that's got to win because that's just like a cool story. Good luck. I think that. I was mean, you're going to build a cool car, but good luck getting the kids to stop looking at their phones. No, he has. He's he's chronicling like they they they're in Kansas. They went to see like wild buffalo. They visited an abandoned missile silo. Like they're going on cool trips. They went to some arches park, and so he's he's doing it. So that's why I think it's going to go see a <laughs> missile silo. <laughs> hey kids, what do you you want to go look at a hole in the ground? <laughs> Um, so that's those are all the questions. That's where we're at so far this year. Uh, I'm happy that we came together to do a live one because it's been too this long. Is, it's literally the penultimate day of the year. Yeah, that's true. Um, and this is going to run in the new year. It is. Um, uh, I will be breaking in my new tires because I just put new tires on the Fiesta. Uh, I went to larger ones so it doesn't ride like shit anymore. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, Josh is doing awesome stuff with Wheel Pros. Josh, where can they find you online for like Instagram or Twitter? Or whatever? Instagram is to me, Mister Steal Your Dog. If you want to email me stuff about Hooniverse, so you don't want to email Jeff because he's scary. Josh at Hooniverse. Yeah, but besides, besides that, go follow the real Hooniverse on Instagram, which I need to get that account information from you again. Yep. Um, I would say the best way to get a hold of me at this point is probably via a PO box. Um, because I have not been participating in any social media stuff at all. But if you want to hit me up on Twitter, it's at Hayes Data as usual. Or Chris at Shout Engine if you've got some podcasting-related stuff. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Hooniverse Jeff, on Twitter at Jay Glucker. Go to our YouTube channel, The Hooniverse. Go to Hooniverse.com, especially to vote in our Hooniverse Car of the Year post, which should be up on the 31st. Um, and voting is open for like a week or so. Uh, and then, um, yeah, that's probably it. That's it. That's all yeah, you need to do. That's it for 2017 Hooniverse. Holy yeah. shit. Another year down. Ugh. Sigh. <laughs> We're getting old. Yep. Bye.